Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Hey, friends. Today, we're talking about why you can't buy peace. You've heard it said before, you can't buy happiness. Well, you can't buy peace either. Sometimes we think that one of these days, We'll put in enough money. We'll put in enough effort. And because of our effort, we will finally merit rest for our soul. We can sit back and all the anxieties will just shed all the anxieties and all the fears. But that is not how it works. I think it's true to say that everyone likes payday, right? We all like payday. That time comes, we finally open up our account on our phone and we see, ah, reward for our hard, long time of labor, right? Whether that's two weeks or a month, however often you get paid, we finally get a reward for all the work that we've been putting in and we finally get paid. And so what do we do? We take that check, if we get a check anymore, right? Most of it is just direct deposit right into our account. But if you get a check, you go out on the bank and you, and you cash in that check, you put your millions in your pocket and you walk out, right? Uh, probably not quite like that, right? But you're excited because it's payday, right? You can go pay all your bills and all that good stuff. And then what if if there's anything left over? Then you can go and you can buy, you know, stuff that you like, I guess, right? Shoes, clothes, whatever. But that's assuming that there's something left over. If you're like me, probably not much left over, but it doesn't matter. All that matters is you know that, hey, It's payday. Payday is an awesome day. I think sometimes what we do with that payday mindset is we we incorporate that into our Christian life. Sometimes what we do is we think that if I put in enough effort now, if I put in enough work now, then later on I can have rest. Now, once again, we're not talking about rest for our body because in a sense, that is true. You put in work and then later on, you can let that work do and produce things for you and you can kind of sit back, right? So it's true in a sense, but what we're talking about here is spiritually. You cannot do anything spiritually in your relationship with Jesus that merits rest. There's not a checklist that you've got to follow. There's not a long thing that you have to do, an extenuated journey that you have to go on in order to find rest for your soul. Jesus says this in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
We're diving in on our study in my new book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And we're talking about the privilege that we have in Jesus Christ to have rest because we live in such a crazy, restless world that we need rest for our soul. And Jesus says, okay, you're running to prosperity. You're running to money, a career, running to all these things to give you peace, to give you satisfaction. And you think that all your labor, all your work is going to merit that, but it doesn't. Because this is what I say, come unto me, all you that labor are heavy laden, and what I will give you rest. And we've been diving into my book, Restless, talking about that very thing, that we have the privilege of rest. It's not something that we conjure up. It's not something that we that we work really, really hard now and will obtain. No, rest is something that is given through Christ. You can't earn it. You cannot expect it just upon wishing for it. You can't get it through spiritual osmosis, as one preacher says. You have got to come to Christ, and he says, then you'll find it. See, our rest, as we looked in our last study, rest is in a person, not something. It's in someone. It is literally in the person and work of Jesus Christ. And when we get connected to Christ, we get connected to rest. But there's a couple of hurdles in our mind that we've got to jump over. A couple of hurdles that, okay, if I don't earn rest, then what am I doing, right? Well, how do I get, I want this peace in my heart. I want this, I want the anxiety to go away. I want the fear to go away. Like spiritually, I want to be so connected with Jesus and my relationship with him. I don't want to live operated by fear. Well, there's a couple of things we've got to understand, and it relates to our connection with Christ. It relates to our own efforts and his efforts. I think the first thing that we've got to understand is that work is a gift from God. Understand that God created you for work. Genesis 2.15 tells us this. And the Lord God took the man, talking about Adam, the first man, and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. God created us for work. So sometimes we go on the opposite end of the spectrum and we think, well, work's a bad thing. No, no, no. Can't do work. Nope. Not going to do that. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to enjoy pleasure for a long time. And I'm just going to no cares in the world. And we think that is going to give us peace, but that's not ultimately what gives us peace either. God created you for work and work is divinely connected to your purpose, to God's specific purpose for your life. So understand work is a gift from God. It is a beautiful thing that God gives us because it gives us purpose and it gives us all those things. Work is not always fun, but it's a necessary part of human life. It's beneficial for your health, for your well-being, and it challenges you and gives you the means to develop yourself. It strengthens you socially and psychologically. It provides you with the produce of your labor, whether that be money or something else. And as a believer, your work is the witness of your identity in Christ and his purpose for your life. Colossians 1 says this, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. We literally, we can work with joy. And it goes on to say, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. God wants you to be fruitful. God wants you to succeed. And God has a work for you to do. So don't buck against the work. 
Don't balk against, well, fine. If I can't have peace in my heart, then I'm just, forget it. I'm just going to cut loose and just do whatever I want to. God says, no, 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 no. Come into me and I'll give it to you. Hey, you won't have to earn it. You won't have to go and try to produce it as hard as you possibly can. No, I'm going to give it to you. The Bible says in John 15, I love this verse, you have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit that your fruit shall remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. God has ordained you for work and he will make a way that you can rest in that work. So understand, the Bible even says in Philippians, confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. God has created you for work. He's doing a work in you. And so we don't have to see work as a bad thing. We come alongside with Christ and say, okay, Lord, in order to find rest, I'm not just going to throw my hands up the air and not do anything. No, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to allow you to give me peace. Not my labor, not my work. Although these things are good, I'm not. I'm going to allow you to give me that rest and enable me for that work. See, because here's the big, the big thing, and the connection I'm trying to make here is that Jesus wants to give you rest in the middle of your work. That brings me to my next point. Not only is work a gift from God. I think the second thing that we've got to look at here in connection with when we get connected with Christ and we're, we are connected with him, we're learning of him, and we allow him to give us rest, we've got to see work as a good thing. It's a gift from God, but then also the Lord does not forget that we need sleep. Okay, this is an important thing. God is not going to forget that you need physical rest. Realize God created your body. God created your body he absolutely knows what your body needs in order to fully rest in a physical and mental, emotional way. God doesn't throw away the physical. I think sometimes we get so focused on the spiritual. We get so focused on God's spiritual work that understand we are three in one. We're created in the image of God, body, soul, and spirit. These three things are connected. And God says, hey, I understand they're connected. I understand that you need rest for your body, you need rest for your mind, but I am here because I want to start in your soul. I want to give you rest, and I want you to stop working for it. I want to give it to you, and I know that you need rest for your bodies, but I want to give you rest for your soul. I want to do the work, this restful work. I want to do it from the inside out. I want to give you that peace in your heart and that peace in your mind and in your soul that overflows into a restful body. It overflows into a, hey, I don't have to worry. I don't have to tremor. I don't have to do any of those things. Why? Because I know that Jesus is with me and he is the one who gives me rest. David reminds us it's vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so he giveth his beloved sleep. Isaiah says, Can a woman forget her suckling child? She should not have compassion on the son of her womb. Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. See, God sees you. God sees you where you are. Can I just encourage you with that today? God sees you right where you are, and he, he knows your needs. 
He knows your needs physically and spiritually, and he wants to work from the inside and give you that soul rest. So understand that work is it's a gift from God. It's a gift from God. Understand that God wants you to work, okay? But he wants to give you rest in the middle of your work. And that the Lord does not forget that we need rest. Don't forget that. And then also understand this, that it is good to want to please the Lord with your work. Sometimes I think in our in our way of thinking, there are many people that work their fingers to the bone because they're seeking to please somebody, right? Sometimes it's pleasing themselves with the ecstasy of building their own empire. But many times it's an attempt to be noticed by those whom they revere. It's like that little kid inside of us that builds an elaborate block tower just so mommy will be proud. We want daddy to be watching when we score our first run in the Little League team. There's just something about our nature that wants to be seen and heard. And sometimes this is due to problems or trauma from the past. And sometimes that trauma, it literally it affects the way that we work. We've been criticized, so we seek constant assurance that we're doing the right things. Or we've been neglected, so we seek acceptance from everyone we meet. And you've heard that phrase before, that person is just a pe people pleaser. Well, maybe that's us. We're trying to please other people with our work. But did you know it is good to want to please the Lord with our work? Instead of pleasing other people, and even Paul, he warns against that in Galatians. He said, if I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. I'm trying to please Christ here. I don't want to try to please other people, right? I'm gaining favor with them, but that's not my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is gaining favor with God. My ultimate goal is serving the Lord for his honor and for his glory and my relationship with him. And the favor of other people will come as a result of that. But I, that's not what I'm after. I'm not after pleasing men. Otherwise, I shouldn't be a servant of Christ is what it was saying there in Galatians. The Bible says in 2 Timothy, there's another verse, no man that warth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. God's created us for work, and it is good that we want to please God with our work. So don't let these things confuse you. Sometimes we get so bogged down and we think that, well, I'm just going to throw up my hands and I, I'm done. Like I'm just, I am destined to live a life of fear. I am destined to live a life that's just completely anxious. And understand Jesus has not created you for that. Jesus has not created you to live by fear, but to come to him, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and he will give it to you. Rest is a privilege. It's not something you earn. It's not something you work for, although our work is a good thing, although it's a gift from God, although it's good to please the Lord with our work. It will not merit the calm in our soul. Only the person of Jesus Christ can do that. And you've got to get connected. If you've never gotten connected to him before, do that today. The first step. You see, that's the awesome thing about that verse. It says, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He was talking to Christians there. But if there's never been a time in your life where you've trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you've never made that initial step to him to come to him and say, I need a Savior. Like, I need you, Lord. And there's never been a time where you've done that. Well, the same invitation Jesus gives you. Come to me. Come to me, and I'm going to give you rest. Don't worry about hurting you.
Thank you for listening to the Navigators Podcast. Visit TylerARobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tyleraroberson.com. tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.